you can create these opportunities for yourself. And I want you to do exactly that, to choose yourself, to give yourself the permission and go out there and take it. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. So excited to be here with you today. And I'm getting ready to leave for Mexico actually tomorrow morning, 5.45 a.m. Um, and part of my pre-flight to a tropical destination routine is to get a spray tan. So judge me if you'd like, but it's part of my routine. I've been doing it forever. like to be tan when I go into the sunshine. Anyways, um, when I was there checking in, one of the ladies working there, it came up that I was going to Cabo tomorrow. And she's like, oh, that's so amazing talking about it and something about cost. And I mentioned that I lead retreats. So actually oftentimes I get paid to travel and she was like, Oh my God, that's so incredible. Like that sounds amazing. How did you get into that? Like, how did you end up being able to do that for work? And it just made me think back to the time not too long ago, years ago, when I was doing my dream vision, you know, visualization and dreaming of the day that I could not only travel for work to gorgeous destinations, but get paid to do it. It was like a a total dream that I didn't even think would ever be possible. And now it's something that I do several times a year and it feels just part of my life. And it was amazing to just take a step back and appreciate not only all of that process and where I'm at now, but also just to have that view of, wow, just not too long ago, this was a massive vision and it is such an amazing opportunity. And it got me thinking of how did I get here? And that brings us to today's podcast episode, which is all about choosing yourself. If you don't know, my three-part method of coaching is permission, process, and power. And this really plays into the permission, the very first phase, because I really do think that you have to choose yourself before you can do anything else in your business. And before you can find any success, the most successful entrepreneurs haven't sat back and waited for a perfect opportunity to fall into their lap. They've gone out there and they've created it themselves. They have created their dream life by design. And that's what I want to empower you today to do through this episode is choose yourself. Stop waiting to be picked or told that you can do something. 
How many times are we giving our power away and waiting for someone else to give us permission, someone else to give us permission to do the job that we feel we're capable and excited to do? How often we're you know, waiting and dating for someone else to choose us instead of us choosing them or choosing the job or creating the opportunity. This is all about saying no to sitting in the backseat of your life and waiting for permission and going out there and claiming exactly what you want. When I was still working in corporate in Boston in sales, I had this urge of, wow, I would love to plan events. That would be so fun. You know, I'm in this daily grind going into an office that was, I really was not happy at and working 60 plus hours a week, not doing anything that excited me or lit me up. And I got this strong urge of like how amazing that would be to be able to be in more a more creative opportunity and be planning parties for a living like that would be so cool. So I started looking for jobs in Boston and in entry level at this time because I didn't have any experience. I didn't go to college for marketing. And when I was looking at jobs, a lot of them required, of course, you know, either a marketing degree or past experience. And I had zero experience at this time. I just had a strong pull and a desire and felt like that would be really aligned for me. So I was like, that's okay. I'll take a massive cut in my salary and try to get in at the entry level in a job like this. I can work myself up. I'm like, I'm a super hard worker. That's fine. So long story short, I applied to all of these marketing and event planning jobs around Boston and didn't hear back from a single one or heard like, sorry, you don't have the experience that we're looking for. Basically shot down like a ton of times trying to get an event planning job. Not even two or three years later, I had started my own dang events company in wellness, the exact kind of job I basically created for myself, the exact job that I really wanted. Um, and I didn't even put the two together at the time. Like it just kind of unfolded so naturally. And I was like, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. I'm just going to start my own company and I'm going to do it. And now I train other people on events and and have my first festival had 300 people and so many people saying that it was one of the best events that they had ever been to. So that just goes to show you do not need someone to give you permission. You don't need years of experience. You don't need the degree in the specific thing that you want to do. You can create these opportunities for yourself. And I want you to do exactly that, to choose yourself, to give yourself the permission and go out there and take it. The truth is the sooner that you give yourself permission, the sooner that you are going to achieve the success you desire without giving yourself the permission to actually do it and the permission to claim it there's no way that it's going to happen for you. So the sooner that you can give yourself the permission, the better. I'm going to go over a couple of ways that you can do this, that you can learn to do this, and also some things that may be holding you back. There are really the same three to four things that I see holding 
clients back that I struggled with and I remember very clearly as well. And so I'm going to go over these things with you guys and give you a little bit of an action step that you can take to come through this or begin to work through this now. So the first thing is, is giving yourself permission in the way of saying that you are the thing. So (laughs) a little bit more explanation here. When I was in yoga teacher training, just my first 200 hour yoga teacher training, I, it was an eight month program, mind you. So this was right in the beginning. And I remember my teacher saying, to start calling yourself a yoga teacher right now, not when you graduate, not when you've completed this course, not when you have a certain amount of practice hours, start referring to yourself as a yoga teacher now, because that is what you are. And I remember feeling so empowered by that of like, yes, I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait to have a, have a piece of paper to be a yoga teacher. Like this is my journey. Here is where I am. I'm calling myself a yoga teacher now. And by giving yourself permission in that way, you can go so much further. Similar when I transitioned from my yoga teaching full time and my wellness events company, not transitioned, but I should say added on my coaching aspect of my business. I was so hesitant to call myself a coach. I was like mentor or like tiptoeing around it. And the funny thing is, is I see so many of my clients do this. They don't want to call themselves a coach. They don't like that label or they don't feel ready for that label. So they tiptoe around it. And once they actually take that bold action, action of giving themselves the permission to be a coach, the permission to be enough, to be far further, to be far enough. Wow. The words there (laughs) to be far enough along in their journey to be a coach and to help someone else they skyrocket in their business. So give yourself permission. Some of these blocks that I see come up with clients and that I've struggled with myself are number one, fear of not being enough. So what are these low ass vibe stories that we tell ourselves about not being creative enough, not being tech savvy enough, not being social enough, not being whatever enough, all of these things. And I know that you've had some pop up. Whoops. I'm hitting the mic. I'm a big hand talker. So this comes into, uh, (laughs) we run into a little issue here sometimes with the podcast. Anywho, any of these stories that if you're human, I know you've told yourself because this is a very human thing of us to do. We like to criticize ourselves and um, we like to tell ourselves that we are not ready or we're not enough to do the things that we really desire. And it's totally from a place of protection. It's from a place of if I tell myself I can't do it and I stay in what's safe and I stay here, then I don't have to be let down. But no growth happens in that comfort zone. And the stories you're telling yourself are just not true because there are 100% so many people out there with half of your knowledge, half of your experience, half of your expertise getting paid abundantly to do what you desire to do. And why? It's only because they gave themselves permission and they decided to go out there and claim it. They decided to take action on it and just to start. 
The second thing that I see come up is there, it's not the right time. I need to wait to a, to a better time, maybe to when I'm not as busy or things slow down in my life. And what I like to ask clients when this comes up is when has there been a time in your life that has been less busy or has there been a time in your life that you've had a lot of extra time? Probably no, because there's never a, there's never a time in our lives that we're not busy. Like, of course, if there's something totally out of the ordinary that's going on for you, that's like really extreme, that's not a typical thing, then yeah, I get that. Maybe now's not the perfect time, but there's never going to be a perfect time. And in, in our life, life is always going to be busy. There's a quote that I love by Zig Ziglar. He once said, if you wait for all of the lights to turn green, you'll never leave your driveway. Same thing. If you wait for someone else to give you the permission to do what you're wanting to do in your life and your business, you'll be waiting forever. There's never a perfect time. If I had waited to plan a wellness festival where I was going to be speaking in front of 300 freaking people and um, probably have my face turn bright red, I would have said, no, there's never a good time for that. Literally never. But I jumped in, I started and I saw it through and it was one of the best days of my entire life. And it's been the foundation of everything that I've built my business off from. The best way that you can begin to combat the whole conundrum of is now the right time? When is it going to be the right time is to give yourself a deadline or a timeline and make sure that you stick to it. So for me, for example, for that festival is I booked a venue. I put the date out there. I started selling tickets. There is no way that I was now backing out of that dream of bringing that to life. And I, obviously had to show up for it. I did show up for it. And I think this is one of the main reasons as well that coaching can be so impactful for people because it is you. Oh, geez. I'm hitting the podcast mic again. (laughs) Sorry guys, because it is you making a decision to show up in a big way and giving a timeline for yourself. If you're doing a program or you're, you know, joining a mastermind or something like that, then there's usually a time frame in that in that decision to show up for yourself. And there's something that you want to achieve in that time frame. So it's basically saying like, hey, now's the time to show up and get it done. Another fear that comes up often is I don't have enough money. And that could be, I don't have enough. I hear this a lot with, with seeing me go full time in my business. A lot of people were like, Oh, that's so amazing that you can create your own schedule, that you can work on your own time, that you can do what you love. And you were able to leave corporate. That's so amazing that you could do that. I wish I could do that, but I never could because I have, you know, responsibilities. I have a mortgage payment. I have other people that depend on me and I get it. It is scary as heck, but I'm honestly over this excuse of, I don't have enough money because there are a thousand and one ways to build a business. And 
and on the cheap too, like you, there's nothing wrong with starting out in a humble beginning story. When I started the, my events company, be well events, I was still working full time, not even in Portland where I started the events, but in Boston. So that is a solid hour and 40 minutes to two hour drive. And I was working full time as a sales manager for new, all of new England, driving a lot. And I started these events. I went to the Academy of Google, which is free. And I basically self-taught so, 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 so many things. So when I hear I don't have enough money to do that, that to me is an excuse, an excuse that's keeping you in comfort and safety and more so probably feeding into this fear of either not good enough. I would fail. I wouldn't be able to make money. Now's not the time. I have too many bills. You know, one of those other fears that we've already discussed, I usually see it playing into that or not trusting themselves, not trusting yourself with a commitment like that. So it all comes back to giving yourself permission, giving yourself permission and trusting that it will work out and having that unshakable belief in not only yourself, but what you're creating and what you're desiring. And there's one more that belongs here, and that is the fear of failing. What if I'm not good? What if people judge me? What if I just fail. And what I want to remind you is that every single woman, every single man that inspires you, that you look up to right now, that you think has just, is just the most amazing thing since sliced bread has failed too many times to count and continued to get up and try again, whether it's using that failure as a reframe or a redirection, they haven't given up it's perseverance. And I was talking to a friend actually this weekend about what it takes to really show up. Do you know how many events that I have hosted that didn't go the way I wanted that barely got anyone to sign up? That was a ton of time for me. And of course I've been able to streamline a lot of this now, so it doesn't happen as much anymore. But in the beginning I went through the same thing. I failed a ton. And if I had to let those failures define me and define the end goal or the, the end vision and just chalked it up as, you know what, all those companies were right that said I didn't have enough experience. I didn't. And uh, I guess, guess I'm not cut out for this. On to the next thing. What it takes is determination and perseverance and failing and getting back up and coming out stronger, going back in stronger. And I want you to consider, yeah, what if you fail, but also what if it works out better than you could have ever imagined? This brings me exactly back to this story that I started with in the tanning salon, heading on vacation tomorrow and taking the next two weeks off in Cabo over the holidays. But that was that is better than I could have ever imagined. I'm still getting paid to travel. I'm getting paid more abundantly than I ever thought possible when I quit my job. I My goal was to just make enough to get by. And I have blown way past those entry level like, okay, this will be this, this is what it will be if I, if I make it work. 
and it can be so much better than you can even imagine, but you might not even be able to see what that looks like yet or have the exact how or the exact process of how that's going to happen or what it's going to look like. But what you do need is to give yourself permission to work towards that, to follow what lights you up and to keep showing up for it. One of our, our absolutely our toughest critics are ourselves and we have to spend 24 hours a day with them. So that's, what's going to keep you stuck more than anything else. And the fastest way that you can move through that self-criticism is by taking action. So I want you to ask yourself where am I waiting to be chosen in my business or in my life? Where am I waiting to be chosen in my business or my life? What would it be like to choose myself and create my own opportunities? What would that look like for you? If you were to choose yourself today and begin to create your own opportunities, what would that mean for you? And last thing before I leave you here is what is one bold action step that you will take today? Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there. And I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.